getting a man is not hard. It's not hard to have a man. But being happy in the situation that you're in, that is hard. And that is why I'm choosing to stay single. I want to be truly happy. Happy Singles Awareness Day or Valentine's Day for you people that are in love. And I'm not even going to lie to you. The 14th is usually really hard for me. But this year, I've taken a new approach and I am spreading love amongst the people that I do love. There are way more ways to have and experience love besides romantic relationships. So I got in the spirit this year. So I decided to make things for people in my life that I do love. Like my God kids, I made them Valentine's Day baskets. I sent out cards to friends, mailed flowers to friends, and I gave myself a little love. I planned a solo date at home this weekend, and I have to admit I had a good time. I am really grateful for this shift. And to be honest with you, I'm not sure where it came from. On this episode of Just Take the Compliments, Sis, we have two special guests who are friends of both of us, Candace and Sharice. They are both single women in their 30s, and they occupy the space professionally in social work and human resources. In this episode, we go into depth on things that we are looking for in relationships, how it feels to be that single friend, and non-negotiables and so many other things. To those who are single, I hope that you find a way to spread love because there's so much other ways to experience love other than romantic. Well, thank you all again for joining us on our podcast. As we said, we have Sharice and we have Candice. So I'm going to start off with Candice. What would you like to compliment yourself on? I think I would like to compliment myself on having a good sense of humor and a good personality. I really do think that I can kind of gravitate towards anyone. I think that I have the ability to connect with most people. Or there's a conversation, or I like to bring a little humor. Or I do think there's something because of myself. And I agree. You are one of the dopest people that I know. Just wanna and and take it and take it. So I Sharice, what would you like to compliment yourself on? I would like to compliment myself on I would say my ability to build community. I am able to like have a group of friends and just combine my other group of friends and you would think that we've all been friends for years. And that's just something I've always been able to do. And I really enjoy it because I have friends from other groups that may not necessarily have friends at all or have friends that they even relate to. So I'm I'm happy that I'm able to, you know, give them the opportunity to find people that they are able to relate to. Yes, yes, yes. That, yeah, that is accurate. I think for all of us, you know, like I met Candace through another friend, Sharice, I met you through Sharonda, and it just, 
it's just amazing how, you know, everyone just jails. It doesn't even really like matter. You hear horror stories of girls not getting along with girls or the vibe is off. And I'm glad that I really haven't had that experience. Like we all cool. Plus, out of the three of us, you know, you all are cancers. So we have no choice but to get along doing this podcast episode. I wish y'all can see Sharonda over here throwing up cancer gang signs, but yeah, represent cancer. All right, so we're going to get this started. Sharonda, do you want to uh, go off with the first question or? So I'm going to start with the first question. It's a question that I hate that people ask me, but I'm going to ask you guys anyway. You probably already know what it is since you're single. So Sharif. Why are you single? Long story short, I refuse to settle. But no, seriously, um, I'm single by choice. I'm saying being a beaten down my door, but I've had options. I just have chosen to be single because I know what I desire in a partner. And on top of that, I know what I need in a partner. And until I meet a man that's able to meet those needs, I would rather be single. I agree. I'm single by the choice. I think that when I know, I will know. When that person comes, I think that, again, some of the standards, some of the different things just in this day and age of dating have changed. And I think I'm still kind of in my way. Um, being 34, I'm kind of setting my way a little bit. I want what I want. And so I'm kind of, again, a truth I'm not setting myself. I'd rather be happy and single than in a relationship and miserable. Do I get an answer too? Yeah, I'm about to say, friend, why are you single? <laughs> I think it's part of both of what you all said, not settling. And I also think that part of it is whether I, well, I guess I'm going to admit it now. It's kind of scary to me because I feel like I've worked so hard on like my mental health and being, you know, content with being alone that is kind of daunting to let someone in my space because I'm like okay are they gonna disturb my peace so I'm am a little guarded um, to let somebody in because I've worked so hard on my peace and I'm just like if you mess it up then I'm gonna fall back and just for the sake of how long have all of you all been single like Sharonda how long you been single like four, four or five years. Candace? I would say maybe about six, maybe seven years. Sharice? A year and more. Okay. We got like a, like a nice mix. One, one to two, three to four, five to six. Okay. So dating. Sharonda and I was talking about, you know, like new age dating versus traditional dating really social media and dating apps and everything what are you on any dating apps are you actively dating and what are you doing now and also this is a two-part question is it difficult nowadays because there just used to be a time where you may go to a bar you go to a club that's really how you found someone but now it's you're going on an app then you have to swipe right. So how do you navigate these complex dating waters right now? 
So uh, the new age versus the traditional dating. Again, uh, I'm more of the traditional way. I would like to meet somebody just out and about or through a friend. I think it is more, I think it's kind of complicated to date on social media, on, you know, dating sites. I had been on dating sites before and I don't really like them. But again, that's just the day and age where, you know, you kind of meet somebody again through the pandemic, everything being shut down and just having the ability to try to meet somebody like a good person is, I think it's kind of hard. I think, honestly, the mental health aspect of it all, people are just like not mentally there. Some people aren't even mentally into the dating room right now. I think that um, social media can, you know, create opportunities for some people to meet. But I also think it can kind of destroy certain, you know, opportunities and certain aspects for people to kind of date exclusively and date um, just privately. I think that trying different things can be a good opportunity. Again, until you try it, you won't know if it works for you or doesn't work for you. However, it is still a difference with just the new age person, the traditional, whatever the roles of how people want to like look at things as far as like gender roles. What are things that I expect with, you know, dating and different things like that. So I don't know. I am currently, well, I've kind of fell back a little bit from like the dating sites because of the fact I feel like it's like, but what's on there? It's nothing in it. You get fired up trying to meet the same person over and over again and explaining, you know, who you are, what you like, this and that. It starts to get very draining. So, I mean, I tried it. Charisse, are you in, on any dating sites? And what are your feelings like just towards navigating, dating, being on a site, meeting up? How do you feel about that? So I prefer to meet somebody like out. Like I prefer somebody to talk to me in the grocery store. Like I hate that people think that you have to meet somebody at a bar or a club. Like I'm not a hermit. I go to the grocery store. I go to the gym. I go to the mall. Like. Target, I'm to be meeting somebody else. Somebody else. I not have to get on a dating site. You're like, dating sites make things weird. It's become kind of like a hookup thing. Like, the guys don't want to take you out on dates. It's just like, oh, hey, you want to come over and chill? And no, I don't want to come over and chill. So, to answer that question, I am not on any dating site because I can't get past. The just the small conversation, it doesn't speak to me. I'm very old school. I prefer to get on the phone and talk. Like, we can talk here and there, but I'm not going to get to know you by texting. And I feel like texting can be very calculated. It doesn't give you, you can't be, I can't see if you're being genuine and authentic with me. And we're on the phone. That's not giving you time to really think of a response. Now I'm going to be able to understand, well, realize if you're lying and if you're stupid. And a lot of times, these guys be lying and if you're stupid, so. To answer your question, I'm not dating because that's what's been happening. Y'all heard that. She said y'all are liars and y'all stupid. <laughs> but I'm going to come to you, Fred. But I do have a question because you say you're not on any social, you know, dating sites. Do you really feel like that kind of like narrows the playing field? Like if you want to be in a relationship and that's 
kind of the not it's becoming the standard whether you like it or not it's becoming the standard when you take that variable out do you feel as if you know it's you making it much more harder a little bit challenging to you know be out in these dating streets maybe more challenging but again i go out and if i see an attractive man and he finds me attractive I would think that he would approach me because the man for me is going to need to be confident anyway. So if he's not confident enough to approach me, then it probably wouldn't work. So that's my thought. Asharana, you shook your head. No. So I don't think that if you're on a dating site, that it's going to limit your chances because all the people I know that's on dating sites, they mean nobody that they like or really connected. It's like a one in 50, you know, it's like a unicorn. Like, you might see one every now and then, but it's not like, oh, I met my boyfriend on Black People Meet, or I met him on Tinder. Like, it's those one-offs. It's not common from the people that I know. And I don't think that dating sites are geared towards Black people. I do not think that they're made for Black people. I really don't. And I've heard multiple people say that, that they don't think that the way that it's set up or whatever, that is not, it's not for Blacks, okay? Now, why you say that? Because there are, look, I'm not supposed to be on dating sites. I ain't on dating sites, Mr. Thompson. I'm just speaking of what I know, okay, from what I hear. But you do have some apps that try to gear towards Black people or a certain population. And even with that, you still do not think it's get why, why? What I mean, what's the difference of it being, you know, white people find success in us and then, you know, black people? Why would you say that? Because white people differ from black people and the way we approach dating. Because um, I can say, for example, my niece and nephew grew up pre- like predominantly around white. And so my nephew is 26 and he's like oh my god I can't find a girlfriend all my friends are married I'm like your friends are married at 26 like a lot of my friends they get married so like later in their 20s or 30 or early 30s so that's the difference too because I think maybe the way that they're raised or maybe the family dynamic so they're looking for different things but I just I don't think it's black people friendly I don't. It's something in the algorithm. I just feel like when you on one, someone told me when you are on one dating site, it's like you're on them all. You'll get, like, say if you're on Hinge, you'll find the same people on, I don't know, OkCupid. Um, so I can see how sometimes it can be like, man, you again, Ricky, I don't see you like 10 times already. Jesus. And this is just off topic. I also heard that it's very interesting. You find people who shouldn't be on there too. But anyway, anything, yeah, anybody else want to comment on, you know, just dating apps and just social media? I did have one thing. So somebody said social media is like a hybrid. And so when you're like dating, even if like Sharice, you said someone, you know, you want someone to come up to you and, you know, speak with you and everything. And, you know, one of the things we uh, I've heard people say, can I get your phone number? And they're like, what's your Instagram handle? Or what's your uh, social media page? Do you think that taints 
dating because I feel that I would think of it like this. If I meant, well, shoot, I did it with my own. Okay, I'm about to go up and down your Facebook account. I'm about to look at your Twitter. Uh, I could tell him, I could tell you when he was depressed, when he was happy, when he was sad. You know, I can just look at all these things and it kind of gives you an inside view, but is that a fair view? So what is your take on, like, like I said, social media is not really like a dating app. It's kind of like this in-between thing. Well, if I meet you and you say, what's your Instagram? Like, I'm cool on you, first of all, because no, give me your phone number and my social media, I mean, to me, it's a little more intimate, but I don't even know if that's true. But no, nah, just call me. I don't think it taints it, but I just think it's just a weird thing. I think that, and I think that um, I agree. Like, so if somebody, if I meet somebody out, then and they're asking for Instagram, again, it's, they want to see the different, probably, what are you about, the different shades, but you shouldn't be asking that immediately that shouldn't be corresponding with the can I get your number however I will say that social media does give them a little bit more of an insight as to what somebody is like so as I go to somebody pay and after you know we've already been talking getting to know each other different things like that and I go to somebody's page and I see somebody on there with guns and money and throwing out yeah so it's definitely not for me. And so at this point, we definitely don't need to talk anymore. But now that gave me a little bit more of an insight instead of me waiting to be a rent with you in a shootout or something. So I just don't want to. Shootout, dude. Shootout, dude. We don't even get there. But if I know that that's what you're doing and I know that that's something that I don't like and that I don't want to be a part of, or whatever, then that will give me, or even with people, I know that it was um, some controversy surrounding people saying like, oh, I post something on my social media page, but that's not reflecting me. So if somebody's posting a meme or a funny thing that they think is funny, but maybe it's showing abuse or it's kind of degrading women or something like that, that will make me look at somebody differently. But to them, that's not how I am. But I'm just posting it or I'm reposting it or whatever the case is. So it kind of brings up, you know, another different situation and a different conversation that you may need to have with that person. I also agree. Um, if I was to give you my Instagram, I will not be seriously interested in you. It's just going to be, we're just going to be cool. I'll let you follow me on social media. And even that may be shortly because after a while I may be like, there's no use in you following me on social media even I'll make you unfollow me. I also think that they kind of use it to kind of see what you got going on. Like, let me see what she up to. And use it as, uh, well, the tactic to kind of not reach out or be like, well, I saw you was busy, so I didn't reach out or didn't, you know, didn't think you wanted to talk to me. I just, yeah, I don't like giving out my social media. And I damn sure don't give out my Twitter. My Twitter is no man's land. I tell people I don't even have a Twitter. It doesn't exist. And you heard it right here, ladies and gentlemen. Don't be going searching for Sharice because she ain't on nobody's Twitter. To piggyback off of the social media conversation, like, so I see people saying, oh, they slid into, into their boyfriend's DM. 
Jessica's letter to her husband, DM. So what I was going to ask is, technically, that's a form of online dating. It's not a dating app, but you can meet people on social media. So would you all, you know, take someone seriously if they try to approach you via social media and would you shoot your shot at somebody you were interested in? Well, I did shoot my shot on, on Facebook. Yes, I did. And, you know, I like what I saw. And would I do it again? That's how I would phrase my, would I, would I shoot my shot again? And, yeah, I do not think, and I sometimes, I think it's a personality thing as well. I mean, I think some women, if you, if you may not just have the personality to just go up to a guy or even shoot your shot in that way. Some women, there's, you know, their standards are like, no, he got to come to me. But I'm just, how I approach it is, hey, I just want to get to know you. Not sexually or anything, let's hang out. It was more like on a friend type thing. And I think if you're open to that and you're not thinking about, oh, I'm shooting my shot to see if this is the one, but more of, I just want to get a little bit to know you. I think that would be okay. I think some men will wish some women would shoot their shot a little bit more. And I think they'll be, you know, receptive, you know, to that as well. Um, but that's just my take on, on that. I didn't, I'll do it again. And just because I shoot my shot, that doesn't mean I got to stick around. If you acting like you don't want this, you don't like this, then I'm out the door just as if you came to me in the beginning. Cause there's a lot of women who guys do shoot their shot and they ghost them in two or three weeks. So that's my take. I personally would not shoot my shot. Like, just be direct with it. Like, hey, what's up? Let's hang out. But I'm only about to send you so many uh, heart emojis and go through and like so many pictures at a time. Like, I have a subtle way of shooting my shot. Like, you know that I'm trying to get your attention. Now, are you going to pick it up or are you just going to not respond? Now, you reach out. Cool. If not, then I'm just taking it as you're not interested. I think that um, me personally, I wouldn't also probably go into some of them um, unless I'm not taking it serious. So maybe that's just being brave or being whatever. So for me, if it's like, oh, I'm slitting somebody in, was I drunk? Was I a little tipsy, maybe? I've had that, you know, liquid courage going on. So yeah, I mean, then. I may go into somebody's DM, however, typically me, no, I won't go into their DM. Um, Sharonda, it does, I did think about what you said, which was um, Facebook or Instagram or Snap. Those are still forms of social media. It's not a, actually a gagging site, but it's still social media. I think that I do feel, even with those sites, I do feel kind of comfortable because at some point, we have to know somebody alike to follow we have a mutual friend somewhere because it wasn't a random person so they wouldn't be on my social media. But as to some degree, I know that you know someone that I know. So maybe if you are kind of crazy or this and that, and maybe if it's somebody that I feel like we know that mutually, then it's like, okay, let me inquire or answer if they're trying to shoot their shot. So I would say, for instance, where I work, I work toward Kankakee. When I went out, when I started working out there, I know. When I started working out there, it was like a new world. Everybody was just foreign to me. Like down in Kankakee, it's so small. So everybody knows everybody. 
So if I'm starting this new job, I'm like, okay, everybody just, you know, very friendly. It's because I'm the new kid on the block. They know I don't belong here. So everybody's shooting their shot there, this and that. So, but I don't mix, you know, work and pleasure. However, the messages and the DMs and all of that start coming very quickly. And it started, you know, people trying to figure out who you are. And so not that um, some people approach was definitely, again, I was like, what for you? What's going on here? And, you know, it's definitely trying to take note. But where people, you just got to know. Some people, I'm like, absolutely not. I, you're not my side. Should have known that when you came on my page that this wasn't going to work. But I get that you were, you know, kind of brave. However, in some situations, um, I think it is a little bit more comfortable than not knowing somebody at all. I think fun social media is okay. I feel like it's a little bit safer than sometimes they inside. Um, I welcome people in my DM, but I'm scary. I'm scared of rejection, and I don't know how men do it. Shout out to y'all for that, because rejection is hard. And... I know my ego will be bruised. So more likely I'm not going to do it unless I can tell like you lurking on my page and then I'm going to be like, hey, what's up? I see you looking, you know. But other than that, it's enough for me, dog. I'm too scared. All right. Switch over to dating and relationship preferences. Sharice, what's your type? <laughs> I don't think I have a type. But my friends think that I have a tough one. Are we talking physically? I'm talking, yeah, because I have a follow-up question after that. So, um, yeah, I'm talking about physically, um, personality. And one thing is, yes, I think your friends probably are right. Because we see the pattern. So we probably could tell your type more than anyone else. But what do you believe your type is? I think that I don't have a trip. I feel like all of my men that I have been seriously involved with look differently. Now, as of late, I have taken strong interest to the bearded men. Very strong interest to the bearded men. Height doesn't really matter for me. I'm coordinating. Yeah, as long as you five, seven, and tall, we can make it work. As far as like weight wise, why would you be here crazy? Like, I can't see no big nigga just flopping around. Just, mm-mm, you gotta know how to carry that weight. Like, some big thing can Like, but so that doesn't matter either. Nice men, though. You gotta have nice teeth. Like, that is a must. If you don't have nice teeth, we're not gonna get far. Oh, you got to be fun. And I won't say you have to make a lot of money, but you have to know how to keep your money in your pockets and help me keep mine in my pocket. Because I'm mad at a huge spending problem. So I need to know that you know how to help. You know what to do. Like, help me do with my money and you know what to do with you. You know, a person. Oh, no. Personality. Oh, he has to be funny. Like, say you got a type? How very. Like, I'm talking, he got to make me snort. Person, like, dark humor. Like, you don't like dark humor, it ain't going to work because I say some fucked up shit. He also has to be very open-minded. I cannot be with a man that is judgmental um, because I am, me, I am a free being. So uh, it's not going to work for me because you probably don't like me. And, you know, other people. He also has to be very caring, considerate. Just a lot of times, 
we want in a mate. Well, are you looking for or do you want a traditional relationship, a monogamous relationship? I are do, you open to, I, do, I don't know, polygamy, I don't know. A relationship. However, being open, playing a little bit, we want to be some playmates and flirting. That's open. But that comes from me being with somebody that I'm secure with and I truly trust. But, child, oh, Oh, he gotta be a freak. Why are we talking about it? Like he had to. If you ain't never ate more, don't come in my deep. And uh, I think we've reached that hub of where we are just all comfortable with each other. Now y'all heard her. That you know, some people just heard, okay, he ass, I'm good. <laughs> but Candace, you heard Sharice's answer. So I want it all. I want physical, um, personality, job, financial, because you know how Sharice said in the beginning, like, I ain't got no type, but you do when you when that guy come to you, you do all of a sudden you got a type because you uh, subconscious, you checking off some things. You like, mm. cause if, if a guy did come to you like I work at Wendy's. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he could be the district manager. He might make a little money. And Sharice then say he had to be black because she says she's not dangerous. Oh, yeah. So, race. Are you Sharice race? Black? White? I don't care. He has to be black now. I'm open to other POC. People of color people. But, but uh, I ain't dating no white man. I ain't never going to be that goddamn sure. Not for me. Candace? <laughs> yes, it's strictly black over here. I like, I guess my preference as far as physical would be, even though I'm five four, I would prefer six and above. However, I would still settle for a five tier. And um, I mean, I was like her. I would say like I didn't have a tight physical age. However, my accent looked very similar. I like nice teeth, a nice smell. I like someone who has my skin. So like somebody that um, is well-groomed. So if you, you know, if you have a haircut, make sure you keep your haircut and not come with me looking like you just, your barber just put on you a month, so month ago. Please, keep yourself together because I'm trying to keep myself together. Um, I think I like someone that dress things, you know, very similar kind of to me, like very just nice and clean and just kind of have it together. You don't have to have the latest designer and Gucci and all that on, but however, do you know how to put it together? Can you step out and we step out and we look good together? Um, that matters to me. Um, far as personality, again, I like someone that's consistent. Somebody that's goal-driven, somebody that is um, just, they let you know that they like you. They're going to put that effort in all the time. They're going to ensure that you know, without a doubt, you're the one. And I like somebody that is also like family-oriented. Somebody that I could say, you know, where this to lead. So because I don't eventually, I want kids. I want to be married. I want those things. So how are you with your family? Even if. You're not as close to your family. That's fine. However, do you demonstrate and kind of show those abilities to us 
um, be family oriented or be around other people and not just a grouch. So I would also say that I'm a person that likes someone that is kind of a mix of an introvert and an extrovert. So someone that doesn't have to always be out in the streets and always doing stuff. However, you can still be at home and enjoy the simple pleasures of watching them cuddling up, just, you know, being around each other in that space. I like somebody that has a good mixture of both. Um, sorry, it is fighting their ability. I think that as long as you're making a decent amount, so a decent amount would be that you're paying all your bills, you're not behind, your credit isn't suffering because I don't know anybody that's coming in their credit, you know, is really short and you're trying to help them build, but that could take a while. So now, a lot of that burden may be on you is, you know, depending on what you're trying to get, like this house or car or whatever, when it comes to kids. I think that, are you responsible with money? Somebody then can, you know, understand that. If somebody that's also willing to compromise or willing to work with somebody else as it pertains to that. So you don't have to be a millionaire. However, are you willing to work with your partner and trying to settle things out and say, okay, we can come up with this plan together and we can work it out. Another thing that I uh, didn't mention, um, as far as with the physical, I, I don't like skinny guys. I think that into skinny guys. I like guys with, you know, a little bit of weight on them. I like them kind of solid. I love, <laughs> I feel like, uh, you know, just kind of built. I like somebody that just kind of, like I said, just a big, many like Teddy Bear, but put together, not sloppy with it. So even with that being said, I do like to go work out. I like to hit the gym myself. So are you a person that want to hit the gym with me? I would love to do stuff like that. Like go in there, teach me something. Maybe I can tell you something. So I think that having that even come to answers at times. But again, you don't have to be just, you know, I'm a little, strict and count calories every second i'm not gonna like that but somebody that at least can you know show like hey we can have a healthy lifestyle we can also you know splurge and enjoy i think we can all agree we will prefer a man with meat on their bones um yeah because as soon as you say we don't like them skinny everybody was like big old nigga i like a big old nigga you know true girl so I TikTok, this girl was like, she don't like skinny men. She don't want to feel like she laying on a remote when she lay on his chest. Oh, man. Fred, uh, Sharonda, what, what's your type? I like big old niggas with beards. I do. If you look at people I probably talked to, they was a big dude with a beard. I like what I like. And dark. I like them chocolate. Like, my complexion or darker is my preference. But of course, I'm open. Um, taller than me prefer. You don't have to be six feet, but if I decide to put on a little three-inch heel, I hope I'm not towering over you. But if I am, you should be confident enough to not worry about it. As far as personality, or oh, in pretty teeth, like they all said, love with smile. Personality, you got to be funny, and you got to understand it's sarcasm, because I'm very sarcastic. And some people don't catch it, so... That's the, I would like somebody who's good with saving because I am not. Um, and like Candace said, somebody who enjoys to work out. We don't have to work out together. We can go to the gym together. You do your thing. I do my thing. We lead together. Cool. And somebody who's able, who knows how to 
socialize and be around people. So if I bring you to my friend's birthday party, do I have to babysit you and make sure you're okay? Or can you, you know, go talk with the guys or, you know, make conversation with other people so you're able to co-mingle? That's important uh, because my mom say I'm an extrovert or introvert. Like, I have a lot of friends and I do like to socialize. So that's important. And somebody who doesn't keep me guessing. Like, I don't want to worry or wonder how you're feeling about me or about us. Like, it should be clear. So those things are very important to me. I asked Sharice, I forgot to ask Candace and Sharon, are you going for, like, the more traditional? Are you a little bit open? Um, Or when you end a relationship, you know... You sharing? I ain't sharing shit. I barely want to share you with your mama. I'm not sharing. I'm very, no, very particular about that. You, you, you know, if your eyes happen to wonder somewhere else, it's gonna be a problem if I catch you. So you better make sure. Now y'all said all these great expectations, but are they realistic? So um, segue into that. I was gonna ask, what's three things that's like. Deal breakers, like, absolutely not. Just three. Or two. Right. No more than three. He's number one. Say that again. Sheree, uh, say that again. Thing. Children. Children. And being bad communicator. Um, I would say a deal breaker for me would be, yeah, somebody that can't communicate or can um, regulate their emotions. I will not, I do not like cigarettes. So you smoke a cigarette, I'm sorry. That's a, that's a deal breaker for me. I cannot do it. Um, and somebody that is disrespectful, and in that disrespectful realm, it could be like a narcissist, it could be somebody, anybody that is just lovely, disrespectful to Women to people can't manage themselves when you're out. I'm sorry, I can't do it. We can't. We can't. So my three is sick. I agree with the cigarettes. That's a hell no for me. I don't like people who have like anger issues. Like if you raise your voice in me, like I can't. I cannot do that because I, the way I react to stuff like that is not gonna work. And the third thing would be multiple children, like. If you got more than two, it's enough for me, dog. Did I have any deal breakers? Yes. That cigarette smoke, I think that is just, that's enough said because it's just all, it's everywhere you go. It's in the walls, it's in your clothes, it's in your skin. Another would be just during a certain point in time, but I look at just how you like, kind of like treat your mother and your, your family dynamic. Also, just how you think of women, your expectations of me as a woman. Some men have a way of telling you how they feel about other women. And just your actions on how you are with me. Are you opening my door? Are you opening my car door? Are you actually like, you know, you listening to me? Are we actively dating? That that that's a that's a deal breaker. I have to figure out like, am I chasing you a lot or are you, you know, uh, do I have to remind you like, hey, we haven't seen each other in a while? Um, or I haven't heard from you. Are we texting a lot versus talking over the phone? 
Um, so I guess it's that more of a deal breaker that I don't feel like if you're being intentional. Um, it's kind of a, it's somewhat of a waste of time. One thing about that deal breaker is, unfortunately, even for myself, sometimes when I was in the dating world, it took me a while to like catch on to like that whole intention part. You start to, you let things go a little bit longer than what they need to be. And I think that looking back at it now that I'm older and seeing what I have in my husband and everything, I would think like we've been talking for a month and we haven't gone outside in the daylight yet. You must not be feeling me like that. You said everything that you needed to say. So, yeah. But I do want to go back to the dating preferences. Someone asked, like, do you have realistic dating experience? Can you really say that? Because I think sometimes we go and we, we talk about our ideal person. Are they realistic? Or is this guy in, that you thinking in your head, is he invisible? Have you ever thought about, like, is, is this guy real or not? Oh, I've had some recent revelations. But I won't get too deep into that because I don't want y'all all in my DMV. But I do not think the perfect guy is real. However, you as a person, you know when you have met somebody that you're willing to work with. Regardless of whatever that is that they work on, you know that if that person is willing is willing for you to work with them on that. So with that being said, no, the ideal guy doesn't exist, but somebody close to it does. Candace. I agree. I think that while we can all have uh, different expectations and standards and different things. Uh, some things can be altered or changed depending on how close and how many check marks and standards that this person has met. So to, you know, to say like far as even a physical situation, like I said that <laughs> most of my family and friends say that I'm very picky. So with me being very picky, there are some things that, yes, I'm going to have to change and accept with certain things because while this person can really have all of these other things, but I'm like, you know what, those teeth are not quite where I need them to be. It's not the not teeth. It's not quite looking how I want it to be. And, you know, people are saying, like, that's something that's fixable. You know, that's something that, can change blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but it's me looking at it now. And can I get past this? Can I wait? Can I answer? So again, certain things may not be right as I want them to be. That's the same way. Um, when people meet, whether they're husbands or this and that, and maybe they weren't looking like much or nothing at first, but over time, you like, ooh, how did this person get this person? So it just changes. So I will say that, yes, the ideal person does not exist. However, it's some that are very close. It's some that um, you get as close as you can. And so, like, you know, first thing, like, you will know. And once you know, you're like, you know what? This is worth me putting a little bit more effort into. This is worth me looking, you know, outside of whatever is missing. Um, I think they exist. I think sometimes you may have to make some compromises. But you have to see if that person is worth that compromise. So, like, for example, 
what did I say? More than two kids. You might have twins. So I'm just like, okay, we could work with that. But like I said, I think you just have to see if they're worth it. I think the more restrictions you put, the more things you say you don't want, then that's like limiting your pool. So if you have, you know, 50 possible people, well, I don't want this, I don't want that, I don't want this, I don't want that, then you're limiting the number of people that you are able to, you know, be compatible with. So I think it's good to go into things knowing what you want and what you don't want, but don't like write certain stuff in stone because things can change. And you might miss your blessing by saying, I don't want this. But some stuff can change over time too. So you might meet somebody that's, I don't know, maybe they're a smoker and they know you hate smoking. So they're like, okay, I'm gonna quit. Like Carrie did for eight and on sex and deceit. Like it can happen. The whole perfection thing mm, doesn't exist. You all were talking about uh, wanting a man, you know, who like kind of helps you save and knows how to navigate those financial waters. So that's what I wanted. I saw my dad. He 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 dealt with the the, the financial aspect of everything. However. When I got with my husband, Chris, like, you know how to save and, and stuff, but there's other complex things that go into handling that part. So for me, if it, it was frustrating because, it, like I said, it wasn't that you didn't know how to save. It was just, man, you would think that you the man, you take care of all of this and that that like kind of like flipped itself on his head. And so now if you, if we were to break down our marriage, that's my realm. That's kind of what I do now. As far as cooking and everything, some people would say, I want a woman that cook. Got to come home, got a nice meal, whatever, and stuff like that. I cook maybe a, well, a half a time a week, but Chris throws down. At first it was more of a, I don't like cooking more of a lazy thing. Okay, you can do it. Now, but this food tastes good. I'm like, hey, season this for me. Do this for me. And it's just funny how what I thought was necessary for me to be in a relationship is not necessary anymore. It's like, okay, let's just turn this a little bit and do what works for us. But like y'all said, he had to be worth it. So now... What counts as a date to you all? I'd be here and I'd be like, I don't know. understand why it's so complicated for the guy. Let's just take go on a date. Like, go to, go to the movie. Can we go to a park or whatnot? But what counts as a date for you all? Somebody, like, taking you out. Is there, like, a criteria or are they just thinking too hard? Yeah. I think they're thinking too hard. From me, personally, as long as you're not hitting me up, Wednesday, it's Wednesday at 2.30 saying, hey, you're free to go out at 6 o'clock. At this point, we're hanging out. That's not a day. Like, that is, hey, are you free on this day at this time? I would like to hang out with you, et cetera, et cetera. We can just be going to get comfy. But it's still a day because you are intentional about it. If you aren't intentional, we are hanging out. That's it. That's what I feel today. Now, once we get a little deeper into the you not going to be sitting at me floppy now. I want to get dressed up. I want to be cute. And I need to be one and done. So. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. It's levels. 
yeah, it's levels. Once we're if we're just getting to know each other, Instagram, the girlies, or me. I do not expect you to take me to my strolls on the first date. Like that is just not going to happen because if a guy is taking every girl on the first date to my stroll, he's a scammer, a drug dealer, or I don't know. Maybe he might be a, sh- a pimp or shit, but not ideally. He's not looking for somebody to really settle down with. He's just hanging out and blind his money. I agree. I think that it's the thought sometimes that goes into it. So, when, like, if someone is um, speaking about it, like, hey, I do prefer, I want to kind of see what the guy is thinking about. Like, I'm not trying to just put it out there because sometimes guys will be like, well, where do you want to go? And, you know, that's also a big thing where there was like, you women never know where you want to go and blah, blah, blah. Let me know what you're trying to do. Like, are you on coming to pick me up? Are you trying to open the door? Are we, you know, are you on time? And then again, it's intentional. You're making sure that even, I am that type of person that the day of a date, well, we set the date for Friday at Saturday. Am I here from you on Friday earlier? Because if I hear from you, I'm here for you to know that I'm probably not over here getting ready to tell I don't know what you over there doing. I get that you want to have all the trust in the world that I'm over here getting ready, but I also have not heard from you. And if I've heard from you throughout the week, and this is our norm to talk, you know, a good morning text, a hey here, but it's also that confirming that, hey, I'm still, we still on? If that's not happening, you best believe I'm freaking back looking. And I'm like, well, I'm, I guess I'll be waiting up to you. And yes, I can reach out and yes, I can serve conversation, but also sometimes I want to see what somebody else is, you know, intention of what they're doing. So I will say as far as a date, you know, like what she said, it could be somewhere small. It doesn't have to be the, the, it don't have to be the top notch, this, that, whatever. But it should be something with intentions. And then after that, I need to start progressively seeing and go from here and there. I am a person that's like, you know, oh, I'm not just a woman that, oh, I need you to wind on me every time. Yes, I could, you know. Take you out for a while, let you know this is just a one way street. Then, you know, it kind of happened to be something. They want to know that you care too, and you're not just going back there, hockey. So that's fine. Completely understood. But I also like fun day. It doesn't have to always be just that dinner, this and that. I, I don't mind doing something that we go on race car and top golf. If we're doing, you know, you could do different things that's very entertaining or even things such as simple as. A walk along, you know, the lakefront or just downtown. Anything where you're in that company and still getting to know somebody else can still be considered a date, but you just definitely need to make that intention known and you need to make sure you're following through and being consistent with that. Agree. And that also goes for friends. If I don't hear from you that day about us meeting up, I'm probably thinking about watching Dateline on Friday at 8 with my bonnet on. So make sure you send that text. We still good. That So that's not just for, <laughs> that's for all relationships, family. We still, this family reunion still on? I haven't heard nothing. All right. <laughs> but uh, Sharonda. Um, I agree with the other two ladies for sure. Intention. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it can be okay to do some spontaneous stuff, but it can't always be that. I think it depends too if you like 
if you don't like them and they're like, oh, let's go out at four, you're like, hell no, I don't want to go out with you at four. But if it's a guy that you actually like, you might bend on that. You know, like I said, not all the time, but if it happens every once in a while, okay, that's not a big deal. But intention is huge. Like Cherise said, I'm not one of those girls. Like, we need to go to Gibson's and you need to spend, I need to go on a $300 date. Like, no, that's not feasible. And that's showing me that you don't manage your money well if and you're not creative, if you think you have to go somewhere expensive. Because like Candace said, we can walk at the lake for it and get some ice cream, you know, see the ice cream man and buy a snow cone or something like that. But as long as the intention is there that you want to spend time with me, you're making it known you want to spend time with me. And of course, the follow-up. Because like Jessica said, a friend, family, anybody, if you don't send that confirmation text, I am not saying nothing unless I really want to do it. And that's probably rare because I can be in the house. So if you don't send it, and then if you like ghost me and we have a day, you don't you do not respect me or my time. And that's gonna piss me off. So like you're done. So take a 180. How much does sex matter in y'all dating lives? I can start. So when it comes to dating, I am a person that uh I'm not just out there. I'm not just about to just because I thought she was cute or this bad or I feel like I need it or whatever. Like, absolutely not. It's very, I'm a very emotional person. Like, it has to be, I have to be in tune with that person. To me, it takes time to even get to that level. If that needs, like, it's not a, you know, a time frame where it's just like, it has to be, you know, you have to hit this 60-day mark in order. But to me, I have to feel like there's some type of stability there because I'm not just, first of all, we... I don't know if this at this point, this is an exclusive dating type situation. It's not about to be for me. Like, you're here, there, doing whatever. And, I mean, honestly, it's not even, I would say, as far as with the dating, it's not really that important to me. I'm really more so trying to see, like, are you kind of getting those other check marks? But it still is important, so don't get me wrong. It's not just, like, somewhere it's like, oh, man, after you run. I got to know you. I felt like everything was going good. And then it's like, oh, but now you're just like the worst. So maybe what I felt and expected because it definitely plays a part. Like, I mean, I think that would become the next concern. And then we'll be right back here doing another podcast talking about what, what are these deal breakers? So I do think that, um, I do think that it is important. However, it's not something that's right at the, uh, you know, at the priority for me, where it's like, is there the one right now? I'm not trying to hear anything else you were, you know, we're talking about. This better be on point at all times and this and that. And it's not something that I feel like is just, I have to have it. Like, I mean, if I encounter somebody that I feel like is always talking about it, so that's a turn up for me. When somebody, I first meet somebody and if they're starting to talk about like a lot of sexual things and they just keep kind of going back to that and what's next. So now I know where your mind is and that's not where I'm at. So we're on different levels right now. And so I make it known like early on, like if this is what you want, like this is not, you know, where I'm at with it right now. So, yep. Follow up with you. So you never just dealt with somebody just for a good time like you know what 
We just about to have some fun. I don't think I've ever met anybody like that. I'm a person as bad as it is. I guess I'm a person that it's so many different things out there where the disease just met. I will be the type of person. This is horrible. But I will go hook back up with an ex. It was a trip up. You're not going, oh, well, I feel secure with that person. But to kind of just meet sometimes different people. And again, like I said, I'm standing emotional. So at that point, emotions may be involved. And so now, if I, you know, if there's some ghosting that have to happen, or if I really don't like this stuff, I'm like, hey, I can't even pull it myself. Kind of get there, but at some point, I really felt like maybe, maybe we could have been, you know, I was gonna give you a real try. Sharice. Oh, um, okay. So this is hard because I've trained a lot over the years. Um, I'm okay with casual sex, essentially, like sex on the first date, not every time, but. The vibes just, it has to be that I have to be comfortable with you. You have to be comfortable or be comfortable with me. The conversation has to be flowing. I won't say I'm emotional, but there has to be some type of connection. I would say for me, if you're stimulating me mentally and you're making me laugh, we can probably go the next step. Because, I mean, to be honest, like I said, let's go back. They lie and they're stupid. A lot of men, Aren't even able to mentally to even get to that point. So I am open for sex on the first night or the first day or whatever. But I said at the same still, I'm still kind of perspective. I have become very um, particular with who I share myself with and then even what capacity I share myself with. I know people hate to hear it. Girls say it's not true, or they say they do it to everybody, or guys even say they don't do it. But a lot of guys beg to eat women out. They really do. And I'm the type of girl, I'll let you do it, and then go on about my business. And you're going to be mad because you thought that that was going to make me want to have sex with you. But you're wrong. I just now, I'm pleased if you go home with Cuba. So... <laughs> Yeah, it is what it is. But, um, never been. Not full on, like, I'm just not gonna have sex in my bowl with two months without having sex, six months without sex. It's more so on some, I'm not gonna look to have sex. I'm just not gonna hook up with anybody. But if I meet somebody who connects and I feel as though I would like to have sex, then I'm going to have sex. But I'm not out here looking for hookups. Because I have a virus that. Ren, sex is important. Period. Hard stop. And I have just messed around with somebody because I knew they was going to, they are time and I know what kind of experience they provide. I'm not opposed to like sex on the first date, but it's not something. I don't think a lot of people just plan like, oh, I'm fucking tonight. Like, no, sometimes shit just happen. Um, and I just like to go with the flow and go with how I'm feeling and try not to overthink it. Because if I feel like when you overthink it, that's when you get yourself in trouble. Because some people think, oh, if I wait 90 days, then we're going to be together. No, he might leave you on that 90th day. As soon as he leave your house, he might block you. 
So you don't waste the 90 days. And then if the states is banned too, bro, like you just really lost. Just all type of fucked up. So for me, I just go based on how I feel, how the energy is, and try not to overthink, which is hard for me anyway. But you do stuff with, I think it's best to, well, my best practice is not to think of the outcome or the end result, what I'm hoping to happen. Like, just enjoy the experience. Because that's when you get a little messed up. It's like, oh, this could be the one. And he, like, just enjoy yourself. Just go on dates. Just have some good sex. That's what you want to do. So just go into things and do it for yourself and not really thinking about the outcome or what they think of you or how you think you should be acting or what you think you should not be doing because who came up with these rules anyway? I do agree. I think it's depend on who you are and what you can take. You got to know yourself. Like Candace said, she's an emotional person. I am too. Like, you know, dating, I sleep with you, man. My feelings is on 10. And I might have, now I got these unrealistic expectations. And just because you put it down. And a lot of women don't want to admit that. Some of us start off. I think there are some women who can be like, like Sharice. I, you want to eat this monkey? Come on, let's go. It is what it is. I'm out. Like I asked you, Candace, did you ever meet somebody for a good time? I don't have a good time because I was in that mental space. Okay, this is a good time. And I think you have to talk to yourself. You got to know what this is. This is a good time. But I know for me, sometimes if I'm not, if I'm just all over the place or whatever, if I really like you and I hop in a bed with you, really put my emotions on the line. I really just think it depends on who you are. You got to know what type of person you are because I don't think that I think some women can do it, but I also think a lot of women can't do it. Like sex, I I was telling Sharonda the other day, it's like fire. You know, fire is good. You know, it's good for you. You know, your food, it warms you up and everything, but it will burn the shit out of you, literally and figuratively. If you're not careful with it, you can really find yourself in some shit. And so, yeah, I just think that you have to really know who you are as a person and be mature enough to say, yeah, I can handle this. And it might be do- from dude to dude. Like this dude, you're like, yeah, I can jump in. Well, you know, first day, cool, nah. But then this dude, you might feel like there's some connection there. You know, if you jump in the bed, boy, it's takeoff. You you his wife now and so you gotta kind of gauge the situation so um but going back to the deal breakers i know we talked none of y'all said that sex was a deal breaker when sharonda asked about the three uh deal breakers no one's sex i was i was so sex is not a deal breaker in dating relationships for any of you all or that number four (laughs) it's definitely a deal breaker for me I like to dance with the idea of like, would you be willing to teach? And I don't think I came to the consensus that my answer is no. Because it's not going to be enjoyable to me. It's not going to be fun. Like, I am a a professional. Like, I kind of lead in my everyday life. Like, 
people look to me for answers. In the bedroom, I want to be submissive. I'm telling me what to do. I want to learn you. Like, or let us learn together. But I don't want it to be a situation where, again, let's go back to you've never eaten. And you are in your 30s. Sir, what have you been doing? You haven't explored. You something like you we just haven't vanilla like you haven't tried any that's not gonna work for me because I'm not a bag of tricks and a bag of toys so sex is definitely a deal breaker for me is sex a deal breaker for is that but at least in your top five it wasn't in none of you all's top three yeah it's clearly in the top it's in the top. You got to have chemistry. You don't want it to be awkward and like, yeah, you don't want it to be awkward. There has to be chemistry there. There's some people you're just not sexually compatible with and you wish you were. you like, damn, like, they check all the boxes, but I don't want you to touch me. I agree. That's definitely needs to, it needs to be some type of chemistry, some type of vibe, some type of something there because that's what make everything else uh, kind of come together if not you're going to end up being sexually frustrated and all those other things and all those other boxes are going to start to look unchecked because it's not going to make sense so you definitely want to make sure that everything is kind of equally yoked and meshes together so i do agree that it's definitely in the chat and i mean i don't i'm kind of like sure like i don't want to be teaching anything I guess maybe I'm already the vanilla enough for, for the both of us. So, <laughs> so at this moment, you need to be coming in with a little bit more numbers. So, you know, I'm ready to learn a little bit more, explore a little bit more with somebody that I feel comfortable with. But I'm not, I'm, I'm not the teacher in the situation. I don't want to be. And I want to circle back a little to something Sharice said earlier when she was like, Dudes were big to like eat you at like a lot of these men are easy. And sometimes you will just like mess around with a guy like the same way men are saying, Oh, you know, she was a hoe. I slept with her on the first night. Like, no, nah, you was a hoe. All I had to do was tell you you was cute and you was going. And so somebody, I might, you know, say I decided to sleep with somebody on the first day, but I'm never looking at them as nothing serious. Like, you just gonna be a term and that's it. What do your behaviors with men show you about you? Like, is there anything that you can improve when it comes to dating and relationships? Because sometimes we have, you know, these standards and everything, but I don't want to say, are you worthy to them standards? But like, you know, like, what are you, have you done anything to, to to prepare you for that man that you want. So for me, I say I am essentially a control freak per se. Like if I tell you I don't like something, I expect you not to do it no more. And if you do it again, we got a problem because I told you when you not to do it. So you should register that in your mind. But I have to understand that everybody doesn't operate that way and it's not that easy so it's kind of relinquishing control and 
not wanting things to happen on my turf, but giving the patients that have the grades for things to happen when they shoot. Now, I'm not saying you to give a whole lot of time because you don't want to live by clean effect. But just knowing when to have grace and when not. I know that's been a huge, um, a huge struggle for me as a woman. Always, I found that guys and tell like, you think you're my mom or you always stepping me with the dude. But me and find, I mean, I feel like you should know this or if I tell you one time, I shouldn't have to keep telling you, but as a partner and as a man, nobody wants their woman to tell them anything, you know? They may want their woman to suggest things and they take it into consideration, but they don't want to be told people. So I know that's something that I definitely need to work on. And I'm working on it also. The huge thing, men really do hate when we talk about friends and all that. Like, they really do hate that. So, of course, we want to combine in our friends, but not telling everything single detail within the relationship, leaving something, you know, to yourself. That's also something I know that I could work Candace. Well, the ownership. So I will say that patience for me, I think that I am a person that I feel like I had a lot of patience in my 20s, in my teens, whatever. I had a lot of patience. I feel like I was willing to kind of put up with stuff that now in my 30s, I'm not putting up with it. So if I see something that I don't like very early on, I'm like, all right, you know what? You may not even have to have this conversation, but I know it's over. Even if you didn't express that right away, it's, it's done with. That, that hit it on the nail for me. I'm done. So like, at least having a little bit more patience and understanding because when I hear stuff that, or I see stuff that I actually don't like, I'm not sometimes correcting it or being, you know, as expressive and verbally saying like, hey, I didn't like this. And giving them an opportunity to actually change what it is that I don't like. I'm just kind of like, oh no, he should have known, like he should have read my mind, he should have known that I didn't like that. So I don't even know where you come out and fool in that. So I think that having that patience, um, I also think that one of the things Jessica and I have kind of talked about is my profession. Being that I am a therapist, um, a lot of the times it comes into as a big barrier because people are like, oh, oh my God, you're trying to psychoanalyze me. You're trying to do this. And I'm like, if I hear this again, I'm definitely going to scream. So I think that coming up with that, I will say it is very hard to turn off sometimes. My therapist had, and then in some of my personal world, whatever that means. But I do think that sometimes I'm always, it's always running because I'm like, oh, no, I'm starting to see some trauma. I'm starting to see some issues. Well, so I can take the ownership of sometimes letting people grow and not taking, you know, my work world into my personal world and trying to, you know, classify if people are undiagnosed. For me, it's definitely giving grace. Well, knowing the difference, like you said earlier, Sharice, between giving grace and like accepting somebody for who they are and seeing who they are. Um, Because sometimes I feel like I get too much leeway and then sometimes I don't give any. Sometimes it's really no great area for me. 
I also shut down. I'm not the best communicator when I'm upset. So I'll shut down just like I don't want to talk. And I might talk. You might have to give me 24 hours. And maybe then I'll say something. And then it's also hard for me to communicate what I want and what I need. And that's unfair because I'll get mad at somebody for not giving me something, but I didn't even ask for it. Um, so those are my biggest thing. As for me, the biggest thing I learned about myself was that I'm mean or I can be mean as hell. Because sometimes we can be woe is me, like, oh no, he didn't do that to me. But we can say some really mean things. Women, we hit we hit way below the belt sometimes when we are mad and just realizing that and I think I just realized that more I think you realize it more also when you actually find somebody that you really like like you can also hurt their feelings as well I think that we have this thing that you know he has to make sure that my heart is intact he shouldn't hurt my feelings or anything but you can like bruise their ego just as much so just making sure I'm careful about what I say when I'm upset and know that I do have and not use it as a power thing but like realize like hey you can't hurt just because you're the woman you can hurt this person's feelings and just like back in the I think what has happened with me is that I've been hurt you know so many times so I just been used to saying like man this guy hurt me he did this he talked to me this any old type of way so then when finally somebody was like, hey, you hurt my feelings, you'd be like, damn, I'm not, you know, I'm not that, I'm not that innocent, as, as, you know, as I come off to be. And so just, just realizing that, that as much as you want respect, you want the man to respect you, you also need to give that same respect as well. You need to respect that man too. Um, so, yeah. I think I just want to close with how are you feeling in your season of singleness? Calling this a season because it's not going to last forever. I think I'm feeling, I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling content. I feel um, kind of like you guys said that this is just a season. It's not going to last long. I think this is still my opportunity to kind of get out everything that I was going to kind of get out. This is my time to kind of get things in order, whatever that may be. But I'm still enjoying um, and embracing the fact that I am single and that whoever it is, whoever it is that is supposed to come, that they're, you know, making their way, my way, and that, um, and that they will, when they do come, then it will be, you know, another season that I'm just embracing and happen to be a part of. But for right now, all the things, whatever improvements that I need to make or whatever, like that I'm making them right now, before that person gets here, I'm trying to scramble and try to change from bad habits. So right now, I'm pretty content. So I'll piggyback to what Candace said. Like, I'm content, but I'm both so lonely, essentially. Like, I do want companionship. I do want a partnership. And I'm past the point of dating to have fun. Like, I've been dating, having fun, 
meeting guys, just, you know, kind of really figuring out what's important to me, what I like, what I want. I feel like I have, or not even have, like, I'm doing all of the things you can do for as a single woman. Like, you can't self-love yourself into feeling love of having a partner or a companion. So I have reached the stage in my life where I am ready to settle down. I am ready for others so I can share all the fun things that I do in my single life with. So um, we'll see more to come. It depends on the day, to be honest. Some days I'm like, fuck it, I'm good. I don't have to worry about nobody. I don't have to check in with nobody. I don't have to ask if they're cool if I'm doing this. Like, some days I'm like that, but other days I'm just like, like, I feel lonely, like Cherise did. And it does, it comes in waves, but overall, like, I'm okay. Like, don't be, don't feel sad for me. Don't feel sorry for me. Like, trust me, I'm living my life. I'm outside. I'm traveling. You know, I'm still enjoying my season. Oh, I was watching Breakfast Club interview earlier with Jennifer Lewis. And she was like, don't chase happy because when you get what you think you want or what you think you need, like you still, you need to enjoy where you are, basically enjoy where you are now. So it's basically just going to enhance and make your life better. Waiting like, okay, when I get this, I'll be happy. Because there's always going to be something more that you want. So, like I said, it really, honestly, it depends on the day. So, yeah, it gets lonely, but it is what it is. But I'm still keeping hope alive for all of us. And that reminded me of what we talked about as a friend, like someone who... I'm married and I want all y'all, like I said, I'm trying to go to somebody's bachelorette party and have a good time. But I also think that, you know, even in a short time that I met you, Sharice, I just think that y'all are just some dope ass women. And I want my friends and every woman that I know to like experience, you know, what, what love is for them. How can your friends who are in a committed relationship or who are married, how can they best support you without giving you cliche statements like, girl, he coming soon, or it ain't all what is cracked up to be on this side of the relationship? Because I'm not going to lie, it is all that is cracked up to be. It's hard work. I'm not going to bullshit that. but. It's nice to have somebody wear matching pajamas with. So I'm not, you know. So what can your friends in a relationship, what can they do to support you? Especially when sometimes you all do open that door that, you know, you all rant to us and we want to be there. We want to comfort. But we also, I know for me, I don't want to give you no bullshit. So I recently, I actually had a really bad week last. And two of my very close friends, they're both married. And I, you know, expressed to them how I felt. And one of them kind of responded back on saying, just simply like, you know, I know that it's hard, but just trust that you've been, you've worked very hard to kind of get where you're at. You stay strong in your desires and not settling for, for you know, for less. So just know that whenever it does come, it's going to be everything you want and more. And whoever the lucky guy is like, he's going to be more than happy. So 
that was better than the cliche like girl for the opportunity because it kind of brought me back to the work that I have put in it's easier to step if we want to be real it's easier to just go with anything getting a man is not hard it's not hard to have for me it's more hard to keep for me to the young but being happy in the situation that you're in that is hard and that is why I'm choosing to stay single because when I be, become with somebody or be one I want to be truly happy and kind of to piggyback what Sharonda was saying or oh, I don't want to have to check in or do I have to make sure the type of relationship that I want to be in does not have any restriction I don't I want to have to check on feel like it's a job I'm checking in because what is my person doing what are you doing right now? so like I said, so that's kind of the support that I look for and that I appreciate in my friends. Not the typical, oh, it ain't cranked up to what it be. But I hear that from none of my friends. Like, my friends that are in relationships, like, they are loved and they are happy. They have the crime and they motherfucking lives. And I'm ready to join them. So, what's true? Uh, Candace? Um, yes. I feel like, far as with friends, I do appreciate what friends are even sometimes just inquiring because, again, if you guys aren't on the market, you guys don't know sometimes how hard it could be. So, Jessica, you know that I've had several conversations with the girls and I'm like, look, this is what it is. This seems hard out here. And especially if you haven't been out on the market uh, for a long time, you have, you know, you have no idea how much has changed since the last time you've been out. So, it is kind of like just that understanding that, okay, it is hard. It's not as easy to just say, go get somebody because like Sri said, you can get somebody. It's not who you want. So understanding that and providing that support, like, okay, you know what? I definitely understand where y'all coming from, but, you know, just keep up alive. But also just saying, but also just kind of um, not saying the little cliche things and not saying like, Oh, you still see what it's meant because it's easier when you're in a relationship to just be like, just go find somebody or how are you still single or whatever McKenzie is. You don't understand. We, again, it's trying, being made, but it's no, you know, progress because some people just aren't, you know, up to standards. I think that um, everybody would love those vacations and being out. I think even... um like Sharonda said, not feeling sorry for the single people. We still we're still out here smiling, showing up to events. We're still Jessica, you know, I'ma still go for point with nine. I'ma still make sure that I'm dressed to impress and I'm still gonna come here regardless if it's just me. At the end of the day, it's still um it's still that support that we're feeling from you guys, but not feeling like, oh, you know, that idiot. Oh my God, it's them again. Oh, you know, that dancing around on eggshells. Like, should we invite that person? Should we not? We really kind of wanted it to be, you know, a couple things. And it's just that person. Like, am I hurting that person's feelings? Like, no, I get it. Y'all probably want to do something where it's equal to the, you know, even amount of people. Cool, whatever. However, when that time comes, we still need to ensure that. We're still providing that same support just in case if it is another couple that don't make it or this and that. We don't want to just be like, oh, poor them, but it's just like, hey, we're going to get through it. So still just going that route. I think that's a lot of support for us sometimes. Just not feeling sorry. That's the worst. 
I'm glad you said that because you do. Because in Candace and I friend group, it's majority of us have some have someone. And but I speak for the rest of them. It's like I we don't. We don't care. We still want you to come and anybody. And Sharonda, I'm like, I remember mean, once I was like, Sharonda, you will come. Now, Sharonda's going to ask. Like, you want to come on this boat thing? Is it couples? I'm like, yeah, they bringing a guy, but we not, we not like that. Tell her, Candace, like, Candace. I've been hit up on that boat. I said, as long as there's couples. You said, what was the couple? I was like, she was like, we going on the boat. It's going to be fun. I said, who are, who are going to be there? Is it couples? Yes, couples, but, you know, Candace, she going to be there. And, yeah. you know, my cousin, she might come. I was like, no. Nah. But I guess it depends on who you also, those yeah. couples you hang out with. Because we not all, it's not like it's, college or high school. How we It ain't all, about the not being lovey-dovey thing. That ain't got nothing to do with that. It's just to me, it's kind of like a reminder, like damn bitch. When you're when you're single and you're or just people in relationships and they are truly connected, you see that, and it's it's a beautiful thing to see. But also, it's like oh damn, it's not like that in my own damn hell. Right. But you know what? In this given situation, I think because I've known majority of them for over 10 years, this and that. So it's almost like it wasn't just somebody that just sent to group. I'm talking about every couple we had either known or for a long period of time or whatever the case is. And sometimes they're not even around their other person. Like somebody, some of the time, they're never even sitting next to their significant other. One person, one person. Sometimes their opportunity to get away from their significant other as well. They're like, you know what? I'm happy that all the guys are here. I'm happy that the other girls are here so that we can kind of connect. So sometimes I don't feel like it's more of a couple of things. I just feel like it's just a group of people and we're just out having fun. So I don't look at it like, oh man, I was, you know, I was the fifth wheel of this situation or this and that. And I know some people, they don't like that. And I, I don't mean, I don't always, I, I don't want to be the person right that's in the picture. Like, oh, everybody done took a, took a good picture. Now it's me. I better pose it up. <laughs> so I think that it definitely can bring those emotions there because you're looking like, hey, I am the only person in each year. I'm coming back again. Or if it's blah, blah, blah. But I know that they know that, you know, I'm trying it. I think sometimes, Jessica, you got to be like, well, are you trying <laughs> Like, we just... That'll be me. I'll be like, it ain't none of my business. But I... I'm sure I'm glad you brought that up and had another perspective. I just think about, especially with our friend group, yo, it's just an expectation. Candace is going to be there. Or, you know, such as going to be there. It's it's like a friend thing. I don't think of it as like, oh, you know, couple. It's just like, yo, where Candace at? You know, it's... And also, when I invite you as well, I think I know more of the setting, and I really want you to be there as, like, my friend. Like, it's cool to have Chris, and you right. Therese, I'm pretty sure Ken, you know, you can see the connection. It, you get tidbits of that. But I think just on my, what I'm asking you, I'm asking, and I understand your reason for not coming, you know, and I respected Sharonda reason. I was like, okay, I do understand. 
but also understand from my perspective, like, you know, I'm asking you because girl, I, I want you here. Like, I, I want to just chill. I want to chill with you because I know half of the time, just this is just in my situation that usually guys go to the right, girls go to the left, and that's that's it. That's all. Um, but but yeah, I'm so sorry. I got off a tangent on that one. But Sharon, the uh, the friend thing, yeah. As far as support, mm-hmm. what everybody else said, please don't tell me it's better or it's not as all uh, cracked up as to be. Okay, well, dump your man then. If it ain't all that, break up. Too I don't really feel like that should be that. No, that should be like a TikTok. Like, we'll break up then. I'm gonna make a McLaren on TikTok. Because it comes off very dismissive. Like your feelings aren't valid, and that's like the thing that like makes me the most upset. If it's not all that, then break up. Um, I think sometimes ask me how I'm feeling. Ask me how, um, you know, especially like holiday season. Holiday season can be hard for single people because, again, matching pajamas. Oh, we going to our in-laws' house, even though some people don't even like their in-laws. But that's a different story for another day. But, you know, stuff like that. Ask, you know, check in, ask them how they doing. Plan friend dates sometimes. Like, I like to, I dress up when I go out with my girls, too. Like, I like to get cute, like playing friend you know outings and stuff like that be intentional with your friends because i have you know some friends they're intentional and they're gonna focus on their relationship but they don't put the same effort into friendships and that's a problem because i shouldn't know when you and your man into it because now you texting me and asking me do i want to go out like be intentional with your i think just period be intentional with your friends but i notice stuff like that at certain friends, they'll hit me up and I'm like, oh, you and your man beefing, ain't y'all? Well, like I said, y'all, thank you so much for just being vulnerable and just letting us know and putting us, uh, us, some of us who have not, like you said, Candace, who have not been on the dating chopping block, what the hell really is going on out there? And, you know, on that note, that's a wrap. Again, thank you for joining us. Be sure to share this episode with your family and friends. Also, happy Valentine's Day. We hope you are truly spending time with the people who you love, who make you smile, laugh, feel appreciated, and those you just have a great time being with. Also, today should be a reminder to love yourself more, take care of yourself, and not sacrifice your well-being for the sake of others. And as usual, don't forget, stop dismissing, downplaying, and deflecting what others see in you and what you see in yourself. Because when given the opportunity, remember to just take the compliments, sis. Until next time.